Hey everyone, my name is Will Telfo. You're listening to another episode of Oak Performance Radio. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Oak Performance Radio. I'm your host, Adam Lane. If you're new to the show, our goal here is to create some content, some fantastic content for athletes, parents, and coaches. We tell stories, have laughs, and we go into everything that is the end game of athletic performance, helping athletes achieve their optimal performance and be the best that they can possibly be. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. I'm your host, Adam Lane, here, sitting co-host, Mr. Trace Nowak. Hey. And guys, our special guest on the day, Mr. Will... To Foyo. Is that right? Tell- Gosh. <laughs> screwed that up. Tuffo. It was close. Tuffo. You added it, you added something in there. Yeah. You added that. Well, you added that yo. <laughs> Instead of O. Tuffo. So but it's okay. T A apostrophe U F O apostrophe O U. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Yes. Tuffo. Oh. Yeah. Jeez. That was it. I don't know why I couldn't get that the first time. <laughs> Will tell the tell the tens of listeners here where your background, what you do, where you're from. Give give the whole Will speech. Yeah, um, you know, first of all, thank you for having me. I, I can officially say this is my first podcast, Ooh. even though I listen to a bunch of podcasts. Look at you! I'm, yeah, and so this this being I the first the one. opportunity. Let me tell you, you've arrived now. <laughs> I want you to know. I have. This is <laughs> this is. Any to other? Me, this is this is a bucket list. This, that I can, you know, <laughs> I can check it off. This is really the pinnacle, the yeah. top of the mountain here. Yeah, you started off with a real banger. <laughs> <laughs> the, beautiful, the beautiful thing is, you know, this will probably, hopefully, I can come back, and that will most likely be my second one. To be yeah, honest. look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun. Uh, but anyways, no, go. Um, yeah, a little bit about myself. Yeah. Um, I currently work for. Sparta Science, you know, one of the technologies that you guys use at Oak Performance. Uh, I recently, actually just last year, transitioned into the customer success team where, you know, we help implement, strategize, roll out um, in terms of utilizing our system. But previous to that, I was coaching at our private training facility for over two years, working with youth athletes as young as 11, all the way up to professional athletes uh, both football and baseball. Gotcha. But prior to that, you know, if we go back a little bit to, yeah. you know, where'd you grow up? Where are you from originally? Yeah. I'm from the San Francisco area. I grew up okay. in, uh, the peninsula, okay. San Mateo, specifically San Carlos, in California. Okay. Yeah. But, and I actually stayed in California until I was about 23. I, I ended up going to university of California, Berkeley, where I spent five years because I redshirted, um, played under Jeff Tedford. Okay. You know, met a lot of great players. The crazy thing is I graduated in my rookie year in the NFL was 2009. Um, so I graduated technically 2008. And there's some guys I played with that are still playing to this day at wow. a high level. So they've 10 plus careers. Um, wow. Who, who, you know, who are some of those guys? Can, can you name yes. drop a little? Yeah, I'll name drop. Yeah. The biggest name that everyone would know is Marshawn Lynch. Oh. Yeah. Beast mode. Yeah. I mean – there's many moments from Seattle, Oakland. Yeah. See him on, on Skittles and now the Subway commercial. Yeah. So yeah. He's doing well. It's hard obviously. To miss him. Yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. So Marshawn, uh, Deshaun Jackson still plays. Okay. Alex Mack is a center for Falcons. Okay. Cam Jordan uh, for the Saints. Tyson Alu 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 for uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So, you know, I've been done for a few years or actually mm-hmm. five years now. 
Um, but it's crazy to think that guys that I played with in college are still playing. Yeah. And it's been over a decade. Gosh. Were all those guys Cal Berkeley guys? Or those just guys you played against? Or Those were Cal Berkeley, They're specifically all Cal. from oh, Cal. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah, the amount of talent, we don't get enough credit on the West Coast, but there's a lot of talent coming out of, yeah. out of the West Coast, yeah, Pac-12. Yep. Yeah. You know, everyone's – well, you guys are more than what? Are you guys – Volleyball. Big Ten? Yeah. Yeah, Big yeah. Ten oh, yeah, and Pac-12. Yeah. Yeah, for, for our stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, you were – I mistook what you were saying. What um oh. no so so five years at Cal and then talk talk about your NFL career a little bit because again you're, you're you're a veteran here this is not like you know <laughs> long two the Sparta sell long two <laughs> you know Sparta like you you've, you've you've done some training you know at, at for sport at a very high level um this is not just a hey I played JV football um yeah talk about your professional career yeah I think um. To really understand my professional career, I think it starts in high school and even in youth sports, right? I developed a love for playing games, um, basketball, football, soccer, um, you know, whatever I could play, my parents got me involved. And actually, the sport that my dad wanted us to play with was baseball. But my favorite sport was basketball. <laughs> I ended up I ended up being most successful at football. So it's, yeah. it's just interesting you know, it could be my body type. It could be, yeah. you know. Yeah, because how tall are you? 5'11". Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, and, you know, I always loved sports growing up. Got into training in high school. Yeah. Right. Didn't really train. Uh, I had two older brothers that played before me. Freshman year, I started training. And, I, and to me, the off season and putting time in the gym is what I love to do. Yeah. It was, I mean, you know, lifting weights lifting heavy weights, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, squat, you know, and then one, just preparing yourself for the season. Like you, mm-hmm. if you want the best outcome, you got to put time into your craft. Uh, and to me, whether it was high school, college or pros, what I could, could, what I could control the most was my work effort and the where and the way that I prepared in order to make the team, which is different. You know, each level is different high school. I want to be the best. Mm-hmm. I love the camaraderie it was probably to me the most pure time of sports I've played Yeah, where it was just about the group of guys. We, we were a band that, you know, we had one goal. We wanted to win and we wanted to win the championship. Yeah. Did College, you, see, you know, it changed, that changed as you okay. got older. Yep. Yep. Sorry. I cut you off there. <laughs> oh no. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. So that, so, so that camaraderie, like, so college being different than, than high school being different than the pros and the way of like that camaraderie were, you know, all for one, one for all type of deal. Like, the camaraderie is still there because everyone has one goal. Mm-hmm. Everyone has, you know, we're all aligned to the mission of whatever that te- that season may be. Um, it's just politics start to get more involved. You know? <laughs> it's just a little side business. Is, um, and each level, the talent pool changes. It gets smaller and smaller. You're playing with more elite guys. Um, it becomes more of a business where it's not about just wins and loss. It's not about the purity of the game. It's about wins and losses, which is, mm-hmm. you know, let's not kid ourselves. We want to win. Yeah. We're yeah. competitors. So it's just, you know, people get fired if you don't win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, the camaraderie is there. It just changes. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. You can't, you can't get traded off your high school team. <laughs> yes, exactly. You can't, you can't get cut. You can't. Yeah. The most you can do is your GPA can suffer. Yeah. And you get off the team. Oh, yep. So, um, Professional wise, so then um, you played in 
Jacksonville three years? Yep. Is that where you started? No, I actually started in Chicago. Oh, you started yeah. in Chicago. Yeah, I was undrafted. Uh, my rookie year was 2009. Okay. Entered the draft, wasn't drafted. And then I ended up going to Chicago Bears. Okay. There you go. And yeah. you and you knocked out Erlacher and made him retire. Is that that's the story? I <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's the the story I tell. But not the story. <laughs> how how was that experience? I mean, just because we're you know we're sixty miles out out from Chicago. What that was the last time they had decent football. It what was. um yeah talk talk about that that so who who was was that Dick Duran time? Um, who was the coach then? Um, was that Lovey? Lovey Smith. Oh, that was Lovey. Lovey Smith. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That was the tail end of Lovey Smith. Um, you know, it was it was real. I uh, well, first of all, I'm from California. <laughs> I didn't know what real cold was until I <laughs> to Chicago and understood why they called the Windy City. Yeah. So that was the first time I've been in real cold. That's the first time I even saw snow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and if you guys know, Lake Forest is where the practice facility mm-hmm. is. Yep. You don't practice indoors unless your game is indoors. <laughs> and so I was practicing in so many layers because I could not. Yeah. I just didn't know how to handle the cold at that moment yet. I, I was listening but, I was listening to a podcast with Aaron Rodgers on it and he was saying that Soldier Field is colder than Lambeau Field. <laughs> and that he's played in some cold <laughs> games. Man. Real quick so I was on practice squad my fr- first whole year. Um, which means you don't play. Uh, you're on the sidelines. Mm. We stood on the sidelines during the games. We didn't sit oh. in any warm, comfy place. <laughs> the first winter, first game that was in the, during the winter season, I didn't know how to wear layers, <laughs> which may sound very dumb. But I, I, I wore because you're a Berkeley like a guy long, here. Like, yeah, let's be clear, Will. You're, California. you're yeah, no yeah. dummy. I'm like from California. Yeah. Cal Berkeley. I don't like, think they just let everybody in. So I wore a t-shirt, two long sleeves, a sweater, and a jacket. But then I didn't realize you have to make sure that the creases, there's no gap between like gloves and, yeah. you know, the long sleeve. The wind literally would hit my ankles and my wrist and send chills through my whole body. Like, I stood by the heater the entire game. Yeah. Didn't move. And then post game went and sat in the hot tub in the hot shower for as long as I could. I don't think people and, and I didn't play. I, I don't think people realize like even thirty degrees when you gotta stand there for three hours is freezing cold. Yeah. Let alone yes. the, the eight degree games with thirty mile per hour gusts. Yeah, for sure. Jeez. Um, but just to touch on you know, entering NFL, being undrafted. And my experience, it was a great experience. You know, I think anything that you go through is meant to help you improve and mm-hmm. grow, become stronger. Yeah. Uh, Chicago didn't go as, you know, the typical success story of mm-hmm. NFL. Because position, I learned a lot. Position wise, you yeah. were a fullback. Mm-hmm. And when you say you play fullback, unless you're like the guy that goes to the Pro Bowl or you're all pro. Really, you play special teams. Yeah. Because as you guys notice, half the teams carry a fullback. Yeah. Play, you play about 30% of enough, uh, offensive plays. So you got to carry the other load on yeah. special teams. Yeah. Gotcha. So a year in a year in Chicago? 
And then uh, first year practice squad, second year I went back um, for camp, was competing for the starting job. Last game, tore my, sprained my MCL. Oh. Uh, was placed on IR and was actually settled and then released, and then the lockout. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I was there during the lockout. Yay! That's fun. Yeah. So and then following that season during the lockout, wasn't on a team, stayed in shape, and then I was fortunate to get a call back from Chicago to go to my third camp with the Bears. Ooh. Yeah. Um. How'd that go? And actually, that was a you know a turning point for me in my career. Not with Chicago for me personally. Oh, my career. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs in a sports career. You, there's you got to mature. You got to you got to learn. You know what works best for yourself mm-hmm. in terms of preparation, in terms of skill work to improve on the court, whether it's physically, mentally, you know, through experience. My third season, it got to the point where, you know, I spent two years living in a hotel, <laughs> traveling, <laughs> uh, being on the verge of getting cut with practice squad and getting hurt. My third year, I was like, you know what? This is it. Mm. I can't look at Erlacher. I can't look at Devin Hester. I can't look at all these guys making millions of dollars. <laughs> I got to control what I can control. I got to yeah. focus on me, play to the best of my ability, and then learn and learn and then live with the outcomes, knowing that I put my all. Yeah. And whether I had the ability to play an NFL or not, I won't live with the regret that I didn't put the best product out there. Mm-hmm. So third year is really that camp stopped focusing on everything externally, focused on everything that I could control. Okay. And that's where the change in my career happened in terms of performance on the field. Yeah, it's got to be a little a little more freeing when you kind of can just, you know, it's got to be stressful being on the verge or feeling like you're on the verge of being cut and all that. And when you, you can kind of get away from that and just yeah. focus on you, that's got to be a bit of a weight off your shoulders. Yeah, yeah definitely. That, that stress is what was killing my yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think about if you're, uh, you know, you're a borderline player making a team, you most likely don't get that many reps, right? Yeah. So – Instead of getting the same reps as a starter who could probably gets 10 to 15, you can, you know, volleyball might be, you know, sets or yeah. I don't know if that's the right lingo, but correct me if I'm yep. wrong. So you actually, what, be, what ends up happening is practice is your game. Yeah. So then when you mess up in practice or you get that one faulty play for some reason, it weighs you down because like, I'm not going to get another chance. I had to learn to get past that. Like it's not the end of the world. You got to move on, get to the next play, do better that one, learn from your mistake, improve upon that. Yeah. Yep. Well, do you know do you know John Wilborn? Are you familiar with? No. Okay. So power athlete um, is the, the part of our professional group of of, of I guess coaches. Um, he's a Cal Berkeley guy. He played with the Eagles um, for eight years, and then the the, the Chiefs in the in New England. Um, He's had he's had Phil Wagner on their podcast a couple times and just oh, smart smart Martin dude. He's told stories about how um, th- those guys on the cusp uh, they are not always nice about letting guys go. <laughs> like, it, just, <laughs> it is not the you know what I appreciate your time here. Thanks so much. No, I mean they just they they, they just throw guys out like it's 
he's like he's seen guys like get kicked out of practice and never come back. Like you're done, goodbye. <laughs> Jump off sides one more time, and it's not that it's funny because it's 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 a little bit funny, but it's never happened to me. So like I, I can't yeah. imagine like like that pressure sounds awful. Um. <laughs> it, it's it's something that you have to adjust and you know definitely learn how to deal with it. Yeah. And so not keep, let it hinder your performance. Yeah. So keep going. So third, th- third year, third, third camp with the Bears. What w- what happens from here? Um, you know, was actually playing my best. Just rough start to the camp. I wasn't on a team. I wasn't playing the year before because I was hurt mm-hmm. and coming back. Um, start off rough, but then you know, finish really strong. And if you guys watch Hard Knocks, you know, there's the camp, the cut dates, right? Mm-hmm. Back then, it was middle of the camp. Three quarters of camp, but then the final cuts. Gotcha. Um, I actually, you know, made it through all the cuts, got to the final cuts, and and really, when you on the final day of cuts, that it goes through a weekend, and really, no news is good news. <laughs> so you don't want a phone call, you don't want anybody hitting you up, telling you to come in. Um, and that final weekend, I made it through final cuts, right. Interesting enough, you know, NFL lifestyle and what they show in hard knocks, that's the entire season. <laughs> so you can get, like you just said, you can get cut at any time. I actually got cut during that. After I celebrated making a team for about two days, I got cut about oh, two days before the game. <laughs> so um, ended up getting cut. You know, it was actually, be honest, it was heartbreak. It was like, yeah. you know, I thought I made it. And then. Just, just got the kind of got stepped on. Yeah. But then, you know, reevaluate things, wanted to stay in shape, got picked up by the Cleveland Browns, spent about a month and a half there, got cut, uh, went home, spent a little time at home, stayed in shape, went to Denver Broncos for about two weeks, got cut. <laughs> um, the season ended, got signed by the Tennessee Titans, went to off season there for about a month, got cut. Um, so this is our, now this is the following season. So I, I actually got to the point where I was like, I'm married. I, I got married before that season. Okay. Like, is this a life I want to live? <laughs> <laughs> Living at a hotel suitcase, being away from my wife. Yeah. Um, so I decided to think about other careers and I already knew I wanted to get in coaching. I just, you know, I want to work with kids. I want to help people the same way that so many have helped me. So mm-hmm. I started coaching at a local high school. I applied to become a substitute teacher over the summer. Um, the first day of camp for of that NFL season was 2012. Jacksonville Jaguars, the fullback there, retired, and they called me to come into camp. <laughs> so Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. So I went to Jacksonville um, and – you know, I spent my last three de- years there. Nice. And that was where I was first introduced to Phil Wagner as part of science. So wh- how, how was that connection? That um, Were the Jags with Sparta? or? Yeah, the Jags had Sparta for a few years. Okay, I didn't know that. And then towards okay. towards the 10th, I think my last season, I had like five scans over that season. Okay. How'd you scan out yeah. back in those days? Do you remember? Um, I'm still low drive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in those days, I think, Me too. you know, I, I'm still high drive. Like it's still high drive. I mean, high load, low drive. Catch him. 
the real thing that I can't touch anymore is my jump height. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that might be the extra pounds I have on. So I'll, I'll be honest. You're a dad now, bud. You got. <laughs> yeah, I'm going for that dad bod. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, I, my my scan signature is pretty close to the same. Um, but my jump height's always at least two inches below. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It gets worse. I want you to know. Just so it's, it's not. I know, I'm trying to <laughs> hold off. Yeah. <laughs> I think that explosive, that that fast motion, that, you know, that, I think I'm just as strong as I was five, six, seven years ago, but gosh, to try to be fast is, it hurts, Will. It hurts. And that, and to train consistently speed (laughs) is another story, right? Like to think about how sore you get from actually sprinting. Yeah. um, And doing that week in, week out. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, when you don't have something that you need to be fast for, it's tough. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to go through that grind. Yeah, because I I will agree with you. I'm actually I feel like I might be as strong or stronger than when I was playing. Yeah. There you go. How old are you now? Thirty four. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So you met Phil at through Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and then tell go go from there. How talk about how you got in with Sparta and and that whole piece. Um. So I met Phil when Sparta was initially brought on to Jacksonville. Uh, he actually came out and helped scan the team. I didn't really know who Phil was or who Sparta was at that no. time, to be honest with you. So this is 2013, um, 14? 13, 14. Okay. Uh, and I didn't even know Sparta was in the Bay Area where I'm from, <laughs> uh, the Park area. Uh, it just started right when I got out of college. But what happened is uh, my brother's girlfriend at the time, was Sarah, who also works for Sparta mm-hmm. currently. He went to Iowa State, uh, and go, so did she. She played softball like there. Clones. <laughs> Which, I've been there a couple times. It's, <laughs> it's, got, it's God's country. Like, it's, yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is beautiful. Oh. Good agriculture. It's very flat. <laughs> Great agriculture. <laughs> <laughs> Iowa, it's, beautiful. It's cold there, too. Let's be clear. It's, it's, oh, I went to, I went to one of the winter games there. I was like, <laughs> What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, that was back when my brother's. But then, um, my Matthew, my brother, and Sarah were dating. She started working at Sparta and actually brought me in there 2014, 2015 to check out the facility, go through the scans, and then get on somewhat of a training program. Um, and then we kind of just got kept in touch through Phil and her until 2017, 2018, when I actually joined the team. Because gotcha. then I, my career ended, um, and then I started getting into strength and conditioning. Gotcha. How did Sarah find Sparta? Being in Iowa. I think just – I think uh, – oh, so she moved – after college, she moved out to California. Okay. And then she was doing um, some internships, and then I'm not exactly sure how she got introduced to Sparta in film. Yeah. Gotcha. And so you just rode on her coattails, though. Yep. Attaboy. I just use who we know and <laughs> there, you know, yeah. there you go. So now you, you, you've worked. So you, you did the training. You and so you're in a lot of the the, the videos on the apps. You know. So if you know for the listeners who, who use the app, scroll through it. You don't know how to do movement. You click it. Boom. There's a fifty fifty chance it's either you or, or David showing the yeah. you know being being the demo boy. Um, Will you have some really solid RDLs in that? that video. I just want you to, um, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Very, very well done. 
Um, Coach there a couple years, and now you're in this more customer success role within Sparta. And really, your your role with us is is just to make sure that we don't screw anything up, that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Um, If we have questions, we come to you. You know, we look at data. We we break things down. How can we do better, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and you guys make my job easier when you – as you guys already know how to use it and insights and yeah. really are, are we'll help you with like as product releases come out and more of the educational side of things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had Brian Buck teach us things. I mean, gosh, I mean, <laughs> doesn't get any better yeah. really. Yeah. He, um, yeah, he'll set you off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about, I mean, so you, you, you've, you've lifted a lot. So this is, I, I guess this is the thing there that I want, I don't know. I just think it's so interesting to people uh, or for people. You've lifted a lot of weights. <laughs> you, different people have different programs. There, there are, you, you go through the internet and, you know, you type in like football workout program or volleyball workout program or blankety blank workout program. And there's billions of different things that you can look at and videos and, you know, whatever. Um, talk about how Sparta is different and, and really why it works and in my opinion works better than, than, than anything else. Yeah. I'm a little um, biased though. Let's be clear. <laughs> yeah. I'm biased too. So that was <laughs> probably put out there, but just through, you know, personal experience through the way that I brought up through training, right? Football mentality, football culture, <laughs> lift heavier, run faster. You'll be good. <laughs> um, for me personally, I was the strong guy in the weight room. I was the guy that could lift, you know, whatever the matches were. I was top three on the team. Let, let's throw. Do you remember numbers? Can you throw out some numbers? Just because you look like a strong guy. Well, this is not a video podcast, but it looks like you squatted <laughs> um, some weight in your time. I think uh, cleans. Call it in college. I didn't do. I never. I've never done one rep max after college in college I hit around 350 341 Whew. um <laughs> bet, uh squat i think i got up to 535 545 <laughs> i in pros the most i've had on my back is like six something though Ooh. but those are more back squats yeah uh i mean box squats sorry okay gotcha Ben bench probably 400 so you were lifted (laughs) yeah so and you know through the pros uh, well through college yeah I believed stronger you are the better ignored all the aches and pains yeah (laughs) Um, and the way my joints are feeling you know if you can push through it you're better off yeah but through college through pros for me personally, in my story, I felt like there was something missing in translating my strength to the field, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? What does all this strength on the, on the, in the, in the weight room matter? If I don't see it, I don't feel it when I'm playing that sport that matters, like yeah. what, what I'm actually being measured for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's really where my journey to Sparta started is, you know, personally personal experiences of i lift heavier than you in the weight room why are you faster than me yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. like i clean more than you why are you jumping higher than me yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
And that's explosive so strength, you know, quote unquote, explosive strength. Why? Yes. Why can you jump higher? That doesn't make any sense. If I can, I can clean this much more. Yeah, exactly. And it used to frustrate the, the crap out of me. Um, <laughs> Because 5'11", 245, 250, my, where I was lacking in, as in the pros was speed. Mm-hmm. Speed and being agile. So my goal every officer is to figure out physically, how can I improve my speed? How can I be more agile so I can play special teams? Yeah. Um, and the crazy thing is without knowing data from Sparta Science, and, and I found a personal trainer in the area that I was training who, you know, now looking back that I can see my data from Jacksonville, I was low drive and I'm still low drive. He introduced me to split squats. Hey, look at that. Yeah. Split squats, <laughs> you know, different variations of unilateral type movements. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I felt, I mean, he, we obviously did a whole bunch of other things, but that was the first time I've really done unilateral type training. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first time I felt speed for the, you know, for me personally. Yeah. And, and, and I felt it translate to the field. Yeah. So, you know, with Sparta, it's this simple, simplifying everything, like, you know, from a training assessment using objective data mm-hmm. to figure out the individual strength and weaknesses. And that's, and that's one, figuring out where you're lacking, and two, mm-hmm. have a plan that's actionable to change and improve that wherever you're deficient. Yeah. I mean, as, a, as an athlete, what could you ask for more of like versus the group? Hey, everyone, you're doing this or <laughs> Adam, you're doing this because, you know, based off of the data, this is what we see. This is, you know, characteristics of how you play on the court and how it affects your performance or health. <laughs> and then um, these are exercises to change that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, athletes just want to, Tell me exactly what I need to do. Tell me how to do it and what it's going to do for me. Yeah. Yep. Simple, right? Well, and I think that's that's the beauty. I, I, yeah. I, you know, we had a conversation with a, well, like presentation with a volleyball kids the other day. And, <clears throat> you know, the, the idea that, hey, an outside hitter, you know, is expected to, to, to block, to hit, and to pass. You know, and if, you know, you're really good at the first two, but you can't pass to save your life, you know, every time you rotate to the back row, you know, gosh, you're just praying that nobody serves you the ball and a good team's going to serve you the ball. Um, and then you have to pass. And if, if you're brutal, you know, you're going to get yanked off the court. So what do you, yeah. what can you do to help your team better? What can you do to stay on the court more? Well, learn how to pass the ball. So then you focus yeah. on passing the ball, passing the ball, passing the ball, passing the ball. At some point you get better at passing the ball. It's like, yay, yes. but you put so much time into that. Oh, your blocking might have taken a little bit of a hit. Okay, well, now now we're going to change. Now we're going to pivot a little bit. Okay, now we're going to focus on blocking a little bit more. And that's that's why I see really, that's what Sparta ends up being. Hey, you're you're low in drive. You struggle with that, you know, full extension piece, or maybe you're, you know, insanely tight. Maybe it's hamstring strength, yada, yada. We're going to focus on that. Hey, look at this. It got better. Now explodes a little low. So now we're going to, you know, reattack that. And so it's just, it, it, the program based on you just, totally makes sense versus hey this is the program everybody's doing this is the football program this is what we're going to do everybody does this and and you look at a football team you it couldn't be any different the punt returner versus you know your offensive tackle like they're different guys (laughs) like oh there's a 200 pound difference there yeah (laughs) yeah 
So I don't know. I, I think it's. Did you did you have enough time in at your time at Jacksonville to really dig in with Sparta, or or was it was it like? It like, was more after the fact. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I was fortunate that I found someone who trained differently than the you know hinge squat type gotcha. philosophy. Yeah. Uh, while I was training more, you know, that football type of lift heavy. Gotcha. Um, was this down in Jacksonville or was this, where, where was this? This was in Utah. In Utah. Yeah. Gotcha. I actually live in Utah now. Gotcha. Wh- who, who'd you work with? If you don't mind me asking. Um, Do you mind me asking? I just blinked out on his last name. Dave. Wow. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast memory, <laughs> it's it's a thing. It's what it is. Yep. Yeah, does podcast do this to you? Where yeah, you yeah, should know exactly the name of the person. And... It's like being on a game show. It's like you know, you you know, you know the answer, but now you're in front yeah. of this giant audience that we have. See, I just make up. Like I give him a, I give him a lot of credit for my success in career, and I can't think of his last <laughs> name. That is terrible. Well, I couldn't pronounce your last name well, so if that makes you feel any better, that's yeah. And we practiced it what? before we hit the record button too. Yeah, but. Dave, when I think of his last name, I'll... I'll there we yeah. go. We'll yeah. put in the show yeah. notes. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, so how'd you find him? How was how was that? Uh, through buddies, other buddies that were playing, and um, specifically other fullbacks and offensive linemen, as you know, right, based off of your position. Yeah. What's interesting, right, if I think back to that, you start to see trends off of positions and, mm-hmm. and you know, certain patterns, right? And yep. typically, offensive linemen, other fullbacks, probably going to be low drive. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, we've been going to this guy for the last couple of years and we felt a huge difference in the way that we're moving and feeling. So I was like, you know what? I need to invest more into this and try this out. Yeah. Nice. And now you're in Utah. Look at that. Yep. It sucked you in. I'm in Utah. We're in Utah? Yeah, it sure did. Salt Lake area. Okay. I hear it's pretty. Yeah. yeah. It is pretty. The mountains are... It's a lot of outdoor, outdoor things, outdoors activities. Yeah. Yeah. There's snow there though, Will. Are you okay with that? I've uh, so I've learned. I know how to dress in the cold. I uh, I can handle cold a lot better now. Yeah, you kind of got thrown to the fire. So the Salt Lake's like that's nothing. Yeah, compared to Chicago, it yeah. really is nothing. Um, no, I think I think that's interesting. We the, the the football guys that we train. I mean, very very similar. We we have a you know nose tackle up at up at Hananiga, and, and he's he's really built like you. I mean, he's a spark plug of a kid. Um, and creates a ton of force and, and is really lacking on, on that drive piece. And it's been a while, but Aiden's been <laughs> drive this entire time. But like we, the, the vertical's gone up three inches and, and the Sparta score has gone up. I, I don't know what, something ridiculous, but like this 250 pound kid is jumping 17 inches off the plate um, from, from Florida, you know, play, and it's just like, gosh, that's scary. Um, yeah. It, cause he, he's, a, he's a big boy and moves. Yay. Um, but no, I think it's. Do you do you struggle with talking to? I don't even know who people, parents, athletes, coaches, strength coaches, like about like, hey, there might be something, this this different way of looking at it. Hey, they're already really good at this, so we're gonna fill in the gaps here. Like, is there are, are there people that just don't get it that that don't connect the dots and and how do you help explain kind of you know what what it what Sparta does or what, what's a different way to train? Yeah, I think um, you have to be open-minded to receive first off, right? Um, if you're not open to hearing it, then it doesn't matter 
how you say it to them. Yeah. And some strength coaches are kind of, kind of get stuck in their ways. Can I say that? Yeah. Is that a, I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. It's uh, a <laughs> coaches in general. Yeah. That's coaches in general. Yeah. yeah. Sport coaches, strength conditioning coaches. I think what most people rely on is if they got you here, why change it? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think same, same concept in terms of training and movement. Mm-hmm. If these are my strengths, why work on my weaknesses? Yeah. And I think a lot of it, you know, can come to similar sense with skill work when you're playing your sport, right? If you're only going to work on your strengths, once you get exposed in this certain range of motion or mm-hmm. like your example of passing a ball, yeah. you're going to be exposed. Yep. And that you're either going to be the weak link of their team or you're going to be off the court. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think helping people understand it, it's about what I would say, tools in your belt, right? Movement tools where we can't take away your strengths. What makes mm-hmm. you unique as an athlete, whether you're playing football or basketball, it's going to come out no matter what, because that's where you're most comfortable. That's what you're going to rely on the most. Mm-hmm. It's about providing that, you know, tool. If you need to pass the ball or if you need to work through another range of motion that you're able to do that at a safe, um, you know, movement profile yeah. where if you don't have those tools, if you don't have that movement panel, then the chances of you suffering an injury, if your tissues are unprepared or yeah. if you never train that way, it's, you know, Where's the point of, you know, diminishing point of return yeah. in yeah. terms of, you know, being stronger, faster, um, or being available yeah. on the court. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's interesting too, because was it, was it Bill Kazmaier back in the day, the big strong man tried out for the yeah. Packers and I, I think did some preseason work with them and he was not a good football player, like just, which is crazy. He's a huge, strong, massive man with hands, you know, twice my size. Yeah. You put him, you know, on the def- defensive line. You're telling me he can't go through that guy. You're right. He can't go through that guy. Like it's, it, I, I, I find that amazing. Why? Because his strengths were so large, but his weaknesses were exposed when it comes to, to, to being athletic. And yeah. and being athletic is more than just, you know, this bilateral hip hinge when you you know squat or deadlift and. I don't know. I, I find that to be, it's just so common sense. I don't know. It just, just makes sense. Yeah. We're going to fill the gaps. You're good at this. You're not good at this. We're going to make this better. If we can make it not a weakness, great. But if we can make it less of a weakness, that's fine too. Yeah. You know, your strengths will be your strengths. And, you know, hot dog. You're yeah. still available. Yeah. And at, at one point, you know, how would, would, would Will have been a better football player if he could have squatted 750 instead of 550? I'd, yeah. get, I'd say no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a good point. It's like, what would happen to my knees at seven fifty? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, being a high load athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had a train thought, but I lost it. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Outside, no, I, I, I think it's, and that's where I, at least for us, the. We don't. We we no longer chase the. the I rarely yell at kids to you know, put more weight on the bar, blah, blah, blah. Those are totally slacking. And then like, yeah, hey, a little too easy here. Come on. Um, but like, it, it, I don't, I almost don't care how much they squat. I don't care how much they deadlift. I, I care that whatever we're doing is actually going to transfer over. And I mean, if you're being, again, you're being totally slacker. I'm going to yell at you. But, you know, for the most part, just, you know, yeah. do what you do. But if we're just chasing numbers to chase numbers and, and get your name up on the, you know, the top five board, we don't have a top five board, but you know, 
I'm gonna start one. Yeah. <laughs> an eighty-five and over. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Wow. Yep. Well, that's, yeah. CJ started that. That's. Oh really? <clears throat> yeah. So. Yeah, we're, we're gonna copy that. So um, <laughs> I don't know how into like new people acquisition you are, but what what's the biggest challenge when trying to get new business? Um, convincing people that you know Sparta Science is something that you guys would want because I mean dealing with coaches and and stuff like that it's hard to be a good coach and not believe that what you're doing is right and the best so navigating through that has to be somewhat difficult uh for you guys on that side but I don't know how how into that you are in your role what's interesting so that's actually what Brian Buck moved into more of that role where the good thing on my side is that team, you know, Brian Buck and the rest of that team will make sure they qualify customers to be successful. So for the most part, um, typically we, when they're introduced to myself and and the success team, they're, they're open-minded. They're, they're trying to solve something specific in their org. And then where we see the issues is sometimes, you know, personnel on their team, whether it's strength coach or sport coach, We'll be skeptic at first yeah. in terms mm-hmm. of, all right, what is this really going to help me out with? And is this just another Fad. something that's going to add? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. do I have to, how much more time am I going to have to do this and not actually get anything out of it? And yeah. so I think most of the time it's, it's about getting to understand, you know, the goal of Sparta is to make your job easier, more efficient, allow you to spend more time with the athletes um, in order to, you know, provide, you know, the best product on the, on the quarter field, yeah. you know, get your athletes to play at the highest level. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, like, I think once you're open-minded and everything, it, you, you love it because having yeah. numbers, having something to look at, especially, you know, if I'm not a strength guy, I'm a volleyball guy, but having numbers to look at my kids on my team. And you know, that's like, I don't have to sit there and have a 30 minute conversation with Adam so that we can go through all 10 kids on my team. I can just look at the numbers and, you know, quickly identify, oh, there's an issue or, ooh, that person's doing great or we're in a good spot. So, yeah, I, I think once you get there, it's easy. It's just getting people yeah. there. Yeah, it's, it's getting past all the noise of, you know, training off your past experience or listening to what's going on in social media yeah. and what has worked for others and using objective information based off of you and not – Yeah, exactly. Know, I think it's other people. too many people see, like, LeBron James is going to be an NBA star regardless of what strength and conditioning program <laughs> he, he probably yes. did, right? So anything he endorses, it, it, people follow that stuff, I feel like, a little too much. Like, these freak, freak athletes are going to be freak, freak athletes. It's, uh, you know, that might not work for you who is a normal, average, everyday person. Yeah. yeah. The other thing, I, you know, what sparred to me for athletes especially What's tough in the, you know, the journey of being an athlete is it, you learn the hard way. You, you really learn through experiences. You learn yeah. through failures, right? Mm-hmm. The only way you're going to get better is when you suck at something <laughs> in kind of sport, yeah. right? You're going to have to adjust based off of that skill work, and that's that's how you figure out what to practice, right? That's how you create yep. your practice volleyball team. Where do we suck as a team? All right, that's what we got to work on. Yeah. The tough thing with, you know, with, with athletes – you learn most of the time you don't learn until it's too late until your career is done. So what to me, what Sparta does is if you just trust the system and you trust, you know, what the goal is, 
it will actually get you to be a more mature athlete in terms of how to take care of your body. Instead of being first year pro rookie in NFL, if I had Sparta, I would train like I was a fifth or sixth year veteran mm-hmm. yeah. because I knew how to put less stress on my body, train in a specific manner. Because if, if you play 10 plus years, even seven plus years, yeah. you're, you got to change. You got to adapt yeah. to take care of your body, yeah. right? And the only way you get the opportunity is if you last six, seven, ten years. Yeah. <laughs> if I get cut in my first, second year, I never learned anything new. Yeah. I never learned how to adjust. And so to me, Sparta helps athlete mature physically and, you know, validate, you know, how you can best create a plan of action yeah. for training. Well, I think it's interesting. Just I follow a little bit of Mike Boyle's stuff, and he's all about, you know, roof foot elevated split squat, which is uh, – like the man invented the movement or something. And I, I really respect Mike. He, he's a smart guy. He's been around the block a lot, but it, it's funny how to listen to him talk about his, his older hockey players who've been playing, you know, 10 years professionally and like 25 years, you know, total about, yeah, you know, loading them up on a back squat, you know, just, it hurts them and da, 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 da. And we, we do the single leg stuff and it just feels better and blah, blah. blah. And it just it makes sense that if, if a guy's been training for that long, you know, their their ability in which to create force, that load variable, is already high. So to continue to milk that makes absolutely no sense. They're already good at it. We don't have to keep going down that road. And to, you know, rear foot elevated split squat and, and you know, work a little bit more posterior, a little like again, f- filling those gaps. I mean, really, like you're saying there, to, to train like you're, you know, a 10-year a, a vet um, as a rookie, I mean, gosh, it puts so many more... With give so much less stress. Yeah, and yeah. then yeah. and then you can actually you you can, the stress can be actually be the game and, yeah. and can be the practice and you know not not have the I mean not the weight room shouldn't be some stress but like it doesn't need to beat the tar out of you and you limp out of the weight room because well now you have to go to practice. Yeah, yeah. and to your point right there is walking out you know crawling out of the weight room to me it used to be like yeah. I didn't work out unless oh, I called out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Red badge of courage. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, understanding that you could train a specific way to feel better and you're still going to get a lot out of it. Like you can, you don't need to die in a weight room every day. Yeah. No. <laughs> Maybe there's conditioning days, you know, you know, yeah. methodically putting in ways to work on skill work and get in shape for whatever your sport is. Yeah. yeah. But, it's not about killing yourself in the weight room. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's funny that that just that that fine line between killing yourself and then you know I work we work with a ton of kids so yeah. it's they're really good at finding excuses too. Yes, you know. Yeah. yeah. No. But but that that line that this very happy nice median where you 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 attack it but not like a crazy person because I don't want you know I don't want your your nose to bleed on a deadlift. Um, you know I don't want you. Yeah, I mean, we don't wear belts or anything like that because they're not wearing belts on on the court or the field or anything like that, you know. So, but create that that stability because again, we we're not maxing out. There's no there's no need with with our kids. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know where I was going with this outside of again, you're agreeing. <laughs> you're just, just more you're, agreeing. You're for <laughs> yeah. You're 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 filling the gaps. Yeah. Um, Will, how old are your kids? Six and three. I have two girls. How? Oh, jeez. Look at you, man. Are you going to try again? Are we going to get a boy in the mix? Uh, we'll see. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not the one that bears a child. So. <laughs> Let's be, you have a role though. Well, you know, the, yeah, I do the, have a role. The parent here, role, the dad. I go. think we're, we're going to, 
I think we're trying. We're gonna take this next year to try and pull more. Then mm-hmm. if it doesn't happen, mm-hmm. two is a lot, though. Yeah. Let me tell you, we have two. I'm exhausted. Um, what what do you do for you for your six year old? I'm totally going off the wagon here. Um, away from Spartan stuff. What do you you know six year old? You're what? I mean, not that she has to go off and play professional sports, but you know, just to be a well rounded athletic, you know, kid. You know, if she wants to. You know, excel in sports layer. What what are you what are you doing with her right now? Which to give her experiences and just, you know, I, I know you don't have her force plate training every day and, and stuff like that, yeah. but what, what what do you do with a six year old? You know, this might sound we play. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, if she wants to rollerblade, we go rollerblade. If, mm-hmm. if I did get her into baseball, we, we now, you know, practice hitting. Nice. Uh, we play soccer. We, you know, she wants to ride her scooter, ride her bike. We just, we play. I don't, you know, the coach side of me, the um, athletic side of me, you know, I, I, I don't think she's into sports like I am. So <laughs> I definitely force that on her a little bit and see if she enjoys it. If she mm-hmm. enjoys it, I grab onto that and I keep, we keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, just variation in movement mm-hmm. is really by playing, swimming, hiking, Got her into skiing this year. Oh, nice. Yeah, so Are you a skier? I, I snowboard. Okay. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. At 5'11", 245. Good for you, man. Jeez. I, my buddy that got me into it's like 6'4", 340. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so watching him on the ground is pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, he, he played defensive line. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Jeez. Yeah. That's nice. a big yeah, so I grew I grew up playing, you know, neighborhood kids. Yeah. So I, I just I want to see what she enjoys and, and truthfully I think she's more into dance and performance, mm-hmm. which is okay for me, but yeah. we're still gonna play. Yeah. <laughs> good. Good, good. Well I think it's neat how my kids are what is it, eight and five, and just, just the to try to get them to do a boatload of different things and you know, my eight-year-old got a skateboard for for Christmas, and and now he just he just scoots around the gym on the skateboard, and yep. he's so much better on it than I ever was. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, just just that quick learning curve, but the balance and the coordination piece, and and just yeah. the trying the different things, and and how that just makes a a well-rounded person. And again, if he wants to, you know, play football at Cal Berkeley later on, awesome, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope there's a scholarship connected with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, but if he doesn't, you know that that. That, that's cool too. So I just, no, it's, yeah, it's for me. Okay. Sorry. No, no. It's neat to hear from like, again, you, you played at the, at the highest level. Um, and now to, to reset it in, in dad mode, where you are and, and what you're doing and you know, yeah. How, how that... And to be honest, yeah. And to be honest, like, I just want to find things that are challenging for them to be honest. <laughs> um, physically, mentally, mm-hmm. I want them to learn to do things that they're not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to translate into whatever they choose. Yeah. So other than playing, I, just, you know, intentionally challenging them to do, make them do things they can't do. Yeah. Well, did, yeah. I mean, just challenging to create grit and yes, you know, functional human beings, especially in yeah. this day and age <laughs> where it seems like so many kids didn't have anyone challenging them ever yeah. or having to go through anything. Yeah. There's definitely social media, yeah. internet. Yep. It's a little different. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the access, you know, they're so kids are so smart with technology these oh, days. Yes. Yeah. So smart. Insanely smart. Too smart. Yeah. Too smart. Well, anything else you want to, I mean, we're pushing an hour here. Any, anything else you want to want to discuss? Anything we missed? Anything that you want to get off your chest on this yeah, massive platform? My, my trainer's name was Dave Strohshine. There we go. <laughs> yes. No wonder you couldn't remember it. <laughs> Holy cow. Strohshine. Um, is he still training? What? Yeah. Well, it was stuck in my head of Stro Performance okay. is the name of his gym, Strohformance. And I couldn't think of Strohshine. <laughs> I was like... This is driving me nuts. Did um, you, yeah, did, still. Did you look it up or did it come to you? It came to me. Okay, it, it came to me a while back, but <laughs> I just held on to it until the right time was right. Um, yeah, I don't. You know, I thought this was fun. I, yeah. I don't know if you guys wanted me to touch on anything else or. Do you have anything else? Uh, I no. I I think I asked a good amount about yeah. things that I was curious of. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun to it's fun to hear. Well, just everybody's like different journey and stuff. And and again, my really really competitive, you know, I guess career ended with you know like high school. <laughs> I, I raced triathlon. I, was like, I don't know. I never went pro, but at a decently high level, you know, at a time. But it's, it's so different than like triathlon was just a baby sport, you know, just kind of emerging and stuff like that. Nothing, you know, to. It's not comparable to, you know, playing the NFL and, and that, you know, everything in the team sport and getting cut and, you know, living out of a hotel room in a suitcase. Yeah. And, you know, that, that sounds, sounds it, not, not fun. journey's different. I can no. only speak to my journey, but the one thing I will add is I will always think I'm an athlete, no matter No, <laughs> I want to make sure I stay in shape so my kids don't beat me in anything, but yeah. that will come. Yeah. <laughs> Cause well, and at some point they're going to get boyfriends and you know, oh, yeah. you know, I haven't even got to that. Point, yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta, keep, that's where you have to keep your speed up, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, uh, they just make a mention to the fact that you played in the NFL. <laughs> that probably gets you by on a lot. <laughs> you don't have to show I'm, much. I'm going to keep weight on just for that. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, well, hey, th- thanks again for taking the time and, and really appreciate it. And yeah, you guys, if you have any, you know, best way, if people want to reach out to you, they had questions about Sparta Science, whatnot, um, what's the best way to, to get a hold of you? Um, I can share my email notes or, or have yeah. Instagram. I'm not as active on social media, okay. um, but I, I am pretty responsive there as well. And Instagram is just at will. T A U F O O U. I was going to say, but they, you know, they can't see it. And then um, you can reach out to Will at SpartaScience.com. There you go. Very cool. Awesome. Bud, thanks again. Guys, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one.